Welcome to This Word is Your Life with Pastor Alexander Arthur, coming to you from Word of Life Christian Center International in Nashville, Tennessee. I was preparing for this message and I saw a few things and I want to get into that very quickly before I even get into the Word. I was trying to figure out what is it about watching that service? What is it about it? You know, uh, of course, we know something about uh, the reason for Christmas. But what is the reason for watch night? And in my study, it took me back to John Wesley, who was the founder of the Methodist denomination, that he had uh, watch night services as a night before the new year for the people, the congregation to come together and have what he called covenant renewal service. That is, that it will come together, what we might say, a dedication service to renew the covenant that we have with God. And I thought that was really nice that indeed that was done. And then they will come and then just make some declarations, make some confessions, pray, and thank God for the previous year. And as they usher into the new year, they covenant with God again that they, they will be diligent and faithful to his word and to his service. And so that's how I started. This was in the mid-18th century, about 1740, 50, around about that time. And uh, I guess uh, nearly 300 years later, we're still doing it. Thank God for that. And then I saw something else that said that uh, uh, the, for black people during the time of slavery, you know, that the, the watch night or the night before the New Year was always a very delicate, difficult, even sorrowful night for them because of the fact that the masters uh, of the slaves will, uh, on the following day, uh, make amends, make their, pay their debts by selling the slaves. And so... Um, they, 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 they will not know whether the following day uh, they will get a chance to be with their families again or their friends again. And so whereas people may be rejoicing for the new year, it was a, a time of sadness because of it. And, and, and God being so good when Abraham, the first president, well, the first Republican president, I should say, uh, had the Emancipation Proclamation, he, he said, I think it was around September, that that uh, was declared that on the first of uh, the year, the, the, the slaves will be freed. And so whereas previously, you know how God does it, watching our services was a, a sorrowful, sad time for them. Now they are sitting down waiting for the turn after midnight to enter into freedom. And so, uh, praise the Lord. Thank God for that. And so, Watch Night Services became known later on after that as Freedom Night Services. Praise the Lord. And so, here we are in the way as Christians, it's also Freedom Night. Praise the Lord. Because where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty and there is freedom. So, I'm, I'm a student of history and so I just enjoy uh, studying that. I just wanted to share that with you before I went further. Now, 
I want to uh, talk to you about what the Lord said to me. I've been on consecration uh, several days now, uh, looking forward to hearing from the Lord, enabling me to come to you. Uh, I deem it as an important part of my uh, shepherd uh, uh, responsibilities uh, to do that. And the reason for that is all of us, when the new year comes up, we want to start afresh. You know, we, we, you know, we want to be able to say, well, we didn't get everything right, you know, uh, and yet we're looking forward with hope and expectation that the next year will be better than the previous year. And that's good. And sometimes it helps to evaluate, uh, examine, and look at some things that you did right, do right, and hope that, you know, that you do better uh, the following year. So that's one of the things that makes us look at watching our services as a time to hear from the Lord so that we can know how we can plan, prepare ourselves to get into the new year with the hope of getting better results than what we are getting in the previous year. So what the Lord said to me, he said that this coming year is going to be the year of the glory of God. He said, we haven't seen much of this glory. And, and really the scripture tells us as we get to the end, we're going to see more of the glory of God occur, happen, manifest, even as evil will also will be happening uh, with, 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 with increase and with growth. And so as it's increasing, light will also will increase. And the light is the glory. And if you know something about what we've been through recently, even here in Nashville, with the bombing that occurred uh, uh, in, uh, off uh, Broadway, you can tell that indeed uh, evil, what do we say evil, really evil, demonic activity is increasing. And, and, where, and, and where that happens, where sin abounds, the Bible tells what grace much more what? abounds. So we're going to see more of the glory of the Lord. And, and the scripture says in Isaiah 60 verse 1, let's look at that, Isaiah chapter 60 verse 1, it says 60, Isaiah 60, 60, <clears throat> and it says, arise for thy light is come and the glory of the Lord is risen upon thee. And the Lord further told me the reason why this is going to happen is because this will come through the spread of the knowledge of Jesus. The world is about to know about Jesus more than they have ever known. A lot of people, a lot of souls will be coming into the kingdom. And all because of the fact that God has determined that this is a time that people are going to see more of his glory than ever before. And for that to occur, it means that indeed there has to be the spread and the sharing and the increase of, of the name of Jesus. And when I came up here, I whispered into Minister Linda, uh, Lisa's uh, year to tell your for us to sing that song. 
They, they are not prepared for it. It wasn't part of what they had planned to sing, but I wanted that to, because it was part of what was in my spirit, what the Lord gave me, that indeed there's going to be the spread of the name of Jesus, that the people are going to hear more about Jesus, than, because there is a lot of demonic, evil, spiritual activity going on. And the other side of the, of the, of the divide is the light who is Jesus? Because Jesus said, I am the light of the world. And the world will see this light in Jesus' name. So you and I should immerse ourselves in our own knowledge, increasing the knowledge of Jesus. We, and that is to say that we want to tell people about him. We got, you got, we, we got to become so winners all over again this coming year. Because as you walk in the light, the Bible says in, in Mark chapter 5, verse 16, it said, let your light so shine that men, look at 5, 16, it says, let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father, which is heaven. And so this is a time to let your, your light shine. And the way you let your, shine, your light shine is to tell people about the Lord Jesus. The more you, let me tell you, the more you talk about Jesus, the more your light will shine. Because the the scripture says, even the Holy Spirit, when he showed up, the Holy Spirit will not talk about himself. The Holy Spirit will talk about Jesus. Are you listening to me here? And so we have to talk more about the Lord. We have to share more about the Lord with our co-workers, our neighbors, and invite them when the COVID is over, invite them to come to church. And come in and, and soak themselves in the knowledge of the word. You know, in Isaiah, uh, I believe, chapter 2, verse 4, uh, in some way it says that indeed the knowledge of the word of God will cover the earth. Yeah. And we are getting to that place. Yeah. You know, because of COVID, uh, we've been able to get on YouTube and Facebook and spread the gospel that way. There are a lot of ministries that are doing that. The word of God is covering the face of the world. And Jesus is the word of God. So yeah, this is the year of the glory of God. Expect to walk into it. Expect to, to be in the middle of it. And, and listen to the next one here. It says this is also the year of abundant grace. Abundant grace. Grace for grace. This is the year there will be much more grace. You know, the, the Bible tells us as Paul, uh, Paul sought Jesus, uh, the Lord, Jesus, to take away uh, the affliction, uh, 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 as he referred to it as the infirmities, that, that, that was thrown in his way. There were people that were uh, really engaged in trying to disrupt his meetings. And you couldn't get a point. It's not like today we have microphones and all that. So if somebody is making uh, noise and causing a confusion, it makes it difficult to, to get, get the word out. And so he prayed and said, Lord, I'm doing your work for you. Why don't you just take care of this for me? And what the Lord said to him was this. Because my grace is what? Sufficient. And we are going to be in that place when you are sharing the word of God, when you're telling people about Jesus, when the glory of God shows up. The enemy also would try to do something. And this is why we need more grace. Because sometimes you won't want to, you know, call somebody out. And uh, say something to them because of what they're doing. Instead of doing that, you want to love them. You want to be able to be in a position you don't take offense from anybody. 
about anything because that short circuits the glory of the Lord in your life. That short circuits also the grace of God in your life. God wants you to emanate. He wants you to really show uh, and demonstrate that you, you are a person of grace. If a, you know, grace people are gracious. If you're a gracious person, you're always welcoming, nice, loving people. It's part of what they do. Jesus said even when they persecute you, you should do what? You should pray for them. Bless them, though. Bless those who persecute you. That's what grace is. And we will encounter such things, such people, such situations, such circumstances, and it will help for us to recognize that the access that we have to this grace is limitless. The source that of the supply, himself, Jesus himself, who is grace, that source is limitless. For more information on Pastor Alexander Arthur or Word of Life Christian Center International, go to WLCCI.org or call 615-876-3086. And please consider joining us in person for services Sunday mornings at 1030 and Wednesday nights at 7 p.m. Or join us for our virtual services on both Facebook and YouTube. Thank you all for listening to uh, this program this morning and I hope it was a blessing to you. And now uh, I want, for those of you who have never had the opportunity to invite Jesus into your life, uh, that you pray this simple prayer with me. I say that Jesus, I invite you into my life. Thank you for using your blood to wash away all of my sins of yesterday, today, tomorrow, and forever. So the Father in heaven can accept me and take me as his child. And I declare, because I believe that you are the Lord and the Savior, that I am now born again, child of God. Thank you, Jesus. In Jesus' name, amen. At Word of Life Christian Center International, we believe in the power of prayer. Send us your prayer requests by email at worship at wlcci.org or by phone at 615-876-3086. You can mail prayer requests to us at WLCCI, P.O. Box 23421, Nashville, Tennessee 37202. And remember, for all you're getting, get understanding, for the word of life changes lives. Welcome to This Word is Your Life with Pastor Alexander Arthur, coming to you from Word of Life Christian Center International in Nashville, Tennessee. And so we can expect God this year grace. What an abundant, abundant favor. We heard here about how uh, this year, even though uh, our dear sister hasn't worked, still God took care of them. Hello? And, and a dear brother worked a little bit and got more. Hello. <laughs> and I'm telling you, the favor of God is going to be even much more evident, demonstrable this coming year than ever before. If I tell you, uh, and I, I don't have the time to share this with you, what the Lord has done for Pascal and myself this year, it will shock you. 
Sometimes I don't even know where the money is coming from. I've never been in a situation where I, I just, we just been blessed with finances. And, and you know why? And I know you all do the same. When I have been a tither since 1985. Never missed a beat. Even when I couldn't pay my bills, I paid a tithe. Even when they came for the car, I paid my tithes. Imagine they came for the Toyota to sell. And I'm driving the Mercedes Benz. Hello? You're tired. You're tired. You gotta be in a person where you have to expect the favor of God. How else could it be that 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 as they're taking the car out of the driveway, I got a call. And this lady, this white lady, she's been here in this church, if you recall. Uh, and in fact, she brought another a friend with her at one time. And they came over to this platform, sat me down, and washed my feet. They said, the Lord told them to come and do it. I said, enjoy yourself. Take it. Yeah. But anyway, the point, the point I'm making is this, that, that, that here is the situation. And at a time when I was, she said, I was in prayer. That's what the Lord told me to bring you one of our cars. The favor of God. Sometimes I can't even explain how much favor God has put upon us. And if it's upon me, it's also upon you. Praise the Lord. It's not only in terms of finances, it's in the area of healing. Miraculous. There are a lot of things that are happening that I just want you to know that in spite of the challenges that we all go through, of course, we haven't seen all the manifestation of the prayers that we've sought the Lord to answer. But I tell you, he will do those things to, for us suddenly, so very quickly that it will be shocked when it happens. Oh, praise the Lord. So this is the year of abundant grace, the year of profuse favors of God upon our lives. And you have to expect it. Expect that the favor of God is on you wherever you go. Are you listening? Wherever you go, expect it. I, how much time I have? Show me because I, I don't want, I don't, when I'm digressing, I don't want to. Okay, good. Now, I was about to say this about favor. I have, uh, we have this big TV, flat TV at home. And, you know, tomorrow, a high state is playing. You all pray for us. <laughs> we need it. But anyway, and, and, and that, that TV just went out just like that. And we bought it just last year. And so I asked uh, Emmanuel uh, to come and, uh, and take me to Best Buy where we bought it from him because he had helped me uh, to take it home. Uh, to, uh, anyway, and I prayed. I said, Lord, I don't have the receipt for it. I don't have the warranty. But before I get there, just make it all work out. And you know he made it all work out. They, they went and found the warranty and he said, you are really in luck. I said, I know what it is. He said that you have two years on this TV and we're going to send people to come and repair it and if they don't get it done, 
they will, will, will get you another one. The only mistake they made, I should pray for us, Lord, let it happen by tomorrow. <laughs> and so I, I may not get to see the game uh, on a bigger TV as I, I would like to, but uh, who knows. Uh, but, but anyway, so we expect the favor of God to be on you this year. Expect it. Expect it. Wherever you go, expect it. You believe you're walking in the favor of on the job. Expect it. Believe God for it. Oh, praise the Lord. I listen to me. Expect it. Whatever you're doing, hey, don't count on this grace. When you can't do something, you, you reach a point, I'm talking to the students here, you reach a point where you're wondering, what is the, the, how do you write this paper, or how do you answer this question? What do you, just simply tap on the grace of God. This is the year of abundant grace. Now, math is a very difficult subject for me. I, I barely made it through college with math. The, the, the professor just, just, just passed me. Because I postponed it, postponed it, postponed it, postponed it until the last semester of my uh, graduation, the year that I was supposed to graduate. And I took this course. And it was, they were teaching matrix. If you know what matrix is in the mind, I had difficulty over this so much. I, and I tried, I tried. And so I went to, you need a C to graduate. I was bordering between D and F. Even when I didn't know the Lord, the Lord still showed me favor with this professor. He said, he said, because he said, you work 40 hours a week and you go to school. I won't let this stop you from graduating. God bless. Whatever he is, Lord bless this man. <laughs> and so I ended up, <laughs> and so what I'm saying, count on the grace of count on the favor of God. Because sometimes we, we forget that there's a natural way to do stuff and there's a supernatural. We are supernatural people. You've got to believe in the supernatural. You've got to believe in the favor of God and get walking in that favor and trust God that things will turn. Let's go to the third one. It says the year needs are met suddenly. The year needs are met suddenly. We have to expect, you know, I like Paul David said, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. And, and what we have to believe God for is this, that we are living in, even in a better covenant than David walked in. And if he could say that because the Lord is a shepherd, that he will not be in need and not be in any want, we should also expect the same thing to happen. And to, you see, the problem sometimes is expectation. If you don't expect it, then you don't get to see it manifest. Yeah. Expectation is the to your reality. You have to really be looking forward. You know, somebody said it's like having an outstretched neck looking for something positive. When you are in the expectation of something good, when something bad comes, you let it pass by. You don't deal with it. You're only looking for something good. Amen. Tell me something good. Oh, 
tell me, tell me, tell me. All right. And so you got to, you got to believe. <laughs> you got to believe the good to happen to you. Are you listening to me here? And, and if, if you are concentrating on the good, you, 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 don't, you don't consider the bad. Are you listening to me here? Because the bad will come. Satan will see to it that negative things come up around us and in our environment. But what we have to do is to make sure that we don't focus, give attention to that which is bad or negative, but our attention should be on that which we are expecting to happen. What do you expect to happen? If somebody came to you this very moment, so what are you expecting from God? What are you going to say? You have to be able to, and let me tell you what you should be expecting from God is what you are believing God for. And what should you be believing God for? What he has promised you. And how do you find out what he has promised you from his word? And can the person who promised you be faithful enough to perform what he has promised? Yes. And so if you accept that, that, that what God has promised you in his word, that you can then believe it. And because you believe it, you have the expectation of it to happen in your life. Don't live life outside of expectation. This coming year, a lot of things are going to happen that you will should be uh, wanting to expect to happen in your life. And how, do, how, how is it that Satan fights us with the area of expectation? The Bible says this, that expectation comes up with praise. When, 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 when you praise God, when you spend time with God, when you, you, you worship God, the Bible says, then the earth will yield her increase. And so this year, there's an important scripture, I preached on it several years ago, that said, can God furnish in the wilderness? Can God, look at Psalm 78, verse 19, can God furnish a table in the wilderness. You see that? Yeah, this against God said, can God furnish a table in the wilderness? Can God furnish a table during the time of the pandemic? Well, we got a testimony here. Yeah. That, that for a whole year, without having to work, God furnished a table in the time of the pandemic. And if he did it then, he will do it again. And you have to be expecting it to happen, no matter what goes on. Hello? God will take care of us. Now, listen, this is it. Under the old covenant, people knew God by his covenant names. Jehovah Tsikunu, Jehovah Rapha, Jehovah Nisi, all of that. Oh, they were all good. Jehovah Gomola, praise the Lord. The God of recompenses. Yeah, now, now, so yes, that's good. But when Jesus came, he came to only give us one name for God. And the name is Father. Uh, you will hear Jesus talk about God in, as a, a healer, a deliverer, a prosperer, and all. No, no. He said that 
God is the Father. In fact, when he, he uh, was talking to uh, Mary uh, uh, in, in the garden where he was buried and he resurrected, he said, I'm going to your God, my God and your God, my Father and your Father. He, he wanted us to know that the most important title for God is Father. For more information on Pastor Alexander Arthur or Word of Life Christian Center International, go to WLCCI.org or call 615-876-3086. And please consider joining us in person for services Sunday mornings at 1030 and Wednesday nights at 7 p.m. Or join us for our virtual services on both Facebook and YouTube. Thank you all for listening to uh, this program this morning, and I hope it was a blessing to you. And now uh, I want, for those of you who have never had the opportunity to invite Jesus into your life, uh, that you pray this simple prayer with me. I say that, Jesus, I invite you into my life. Thank you for using your blood to wash away all of my sins of yesterday, today, tomorrow, and forever, so the Father in heaven can accept me and take me as his child. And I declare, because I believe that you are the Lord and the Savior, that I am now born again, child of God. Thank you, Jesus. In Jesus' name, amen. At Word of Life Christian Center International, we believe in the power of prayer. Send us your prayer requests by email at worship at wlcci.org or by phone at 615-876-3086. You can mail prayer requests to us at WLCCI, P.O. Box 23421, Nashville, Tennessee 37202. And remember, for all you're getting, get understanding, for the word of life changes lives. Welcome to This Word Is Your Life with Pastor Alexander Arthur coming to you from Word of Life Christian Center International in Nashville, Tennessee. Do you know the Father means the source? He is the source for everything. That's why we need good fathers. We need, we, need, we need fathers that actually demonstrate love towards their children. Because God knows that if a father doesn't exhibit that profile, it, is very, it will be very difficult for the children raised in that home to be able to sense the love that can help give them security as they go out and enter into the world. Thank God for the good fathers we have in this house. Thank God. And you are not a good father if you're not a good husband. Because you have to first be a good husband before you can be a good father. Hello. And so, uh, let me get to it. So, what I'm sharing with you is that we got to make sure that we know that this God will serve can furnish a table, even in the wilderness. Even in your time of trials and tribulations and trouble, God can, can, God can still furnish a table. The table, you know, and David put it this way, he said, thou preparest a table before me in the presence of my enemies. The enemy of the virus, 
the enemy of all the other things that come again. God can prepare a table. I love it. He says, prepare. You know what preparation does? When somebody prepares a thing, it means that they have a thought behind it for them to go ahead and plan it to prepare it for you. Think about a chef. When you go to a restaurant to go eat, prepared the menu for you, and all you got to do is sit down and eat it. And the point here simply is that God says, I'll prepare a table for you. So think about it as a buffet. Everything, it's like when Pastor and I went to South Africa. Were you on this trip? Well, that's when we went to that place where Moyo Moyo, there was so much food. Oh my goodness. The, 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 the restaurant that we went to was from perhaps the parking lot all the way to this, to this uh, sanctuary, lined up with food of everything that you can possibly imagine. And you eat a little bit, you go to sleep, and you wake up and eat some more. Uh, of course, it's $70 a pop. But if you pay the $70, you can eat, you can eat all day, yeah. And they have places for you to sleep. I mean, to actually, I mean, I, 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 you remember that? God in me, that's for sure. And, and if a man can do that, your God can do it, he much more. This coming year for you, praise the Lord. Now, go to Psalm 66, verse 12. Let me put this in, in your spirit. He says that we've gone through Psalm 63. Thou hast caused men to ride over our heads. We went through fire and through water, but thou brought us out into a wealthy place. That's where we're going, saints. This year, this year, praise the Lord. Let's look at it in the Amplified Version. The Amplified Version says that's a, a moist place. <laughs> it said, you caused men to run over our heads when we were prostrate. We went through fire and through water. But you brought us out into a broad, moist place. Fertile place. That's what it means. To, to abundance and refreshing and open. Oh, praise the Lord. This is the year we enter into that wealthy place. Because God has prepared it for us. If you understand us, say amen. So let me quickly share this with you, and this is how we will uh, um, finish it. These are the things that you have to do to enter into this wealthy place, this moist place. This is the things that you have to do to enter into this year of glory, this year of abundance. And this year that I mentioned has to do with you and your needs being met by God. But there are four things that the Lord put in my spirit to share with you that you have to do to get to that place. Now, don't forget, everything has been done for you. And there are some things, you know, what has been done is grace. Your faith is up to get it. It's like the Lord says, I bought this house for you. But you need a key to get in to take control of the house and everything else in it. And the key is what I'm about to share with you. And there are four keys that you need to have to enter into this, this wonderful mansion that God 
wants you to enter into this coming year, your wealthy prayers. He said, you got to trust in the grace of God. This is a time, and I shared it earlier, but this is a time to trust in the grace of God. To trust means to lean on, to lean, depend upon the grace of God. Let grace kick in. This is the time to trust in the grace of God. Number two, this is the time to take authority in the name of Jesus. It's a time to take authority. When you encounter certain things, don't just yield to them. If they go contrary, I'll share with you about expectations that you can only, and you should only expect that which is good. If something shows up that is bad, that goes contrary to the word of God, take authority over it. You have been given authority to, to, to execute it in the name of Jesus. And so that's what you have to do. Take authority over it. Number three, uh, because of time, I've got to go quickly. I, take no thought with worry or care. Take no thought. Because those are some of the things Satan will use to derail and, and, and cause you to detour from the path that God has prepared for you to enter into that wealthy place. So don't allow worry and anxiety and care, uh, depression, distress, and uh, lack, or whatever it is that he can use. Offense is something. Satan doesn't care what he uses, so long as he keeps you from your wealthy place. And I'm not talking about only the wealthy place in terms of finances. I'm talking about peace. I'm talking about joy. And there are also spiritual things that are associated with this wealthy place. So don't take any thought. I would mean, don't be thinking on things that have the tendency of not giving you expectations of something good. Did you hear me? Don't take thought of anything that will keep you from having expectations of something good. Expectations of profuse favors of God in your life. Oh, praise the Lord. And finally, number four, this is very, very important. Take more interest in spending time with God. What I heard was is that my people are spending time with me, but it's routine. And that's what a song that you sang earlier, I've got which one, that by Cody Kans, yeah, that, that sit at your feet. And I, I thought that was just so oppressive. These people are singing this message here. My goodness. That's really what it is. He said, you want us to spend time with him, but we should spend time wanting it, desiring it. Look at what the scripture says in Psalm 37, verse 4. We, we're going to slow down very quickly here and, and count in. Uh, give me a minute if, if we get close to it. Go to Psalm 37, verse 4. You see this. It says, that, delight yourself also in the Lord. You can be in the Lord and not delight in the Lord. Amen. You are in the Lord when you accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. But to delight in him means that you want it. Uh-huh. You want it. So delight also yourself also in the Lord and give thee the desires of that heart. So he said to me, so let them know that they should take more interest, more delight more passion in spending time with me. It's not be only routine. If it's routine, you want to make it, and I've done it, I've gone through it. You know, we just, you know, there's a time with the Lord, I go through it, 
I'll finish for the day. No, no. There are times when God just, I remember one time, I remember this. And we used to pray at 6 o'clock every evening. And you don't remember that. And, and I, one evening, as I started praying, I started smiling and I started laughing. I said, God, you really like this, don't you? And he said, yes. And let me know that indeed, there's a place where he wants us to be with, with him, where we are there because we want to. Let that be what you can turn to this coming year. For more information on Pastor Alexander Arthur or Word of Life Christian Center International, go to WLCCI.org or call 615-876-3086. And please consider joining us in person for services Sunday mornings at 1030 and Wednesday nights at 7 p.m. Or join us for our virtual services on both Facebook and YouTube. Thank you for... Uh, listen to this program uh, this morning and we want to thank all of you who are regular uh, ones that uh, check us out every morning and we believe that uh, we are being a blessing but certainly let us hear from you every once in a while that you enjoy what you're hearing uh, but there may be some of you who have not had the opportunity to receive Jesus as your Lord and Savior and so let me say a little bit about this uh, wonderful Lord, wonderful Savior, and that he came to this earth with one purpose. He said himself, he came to seek and to save the lost. And anyone who has not received Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior is a lost person. And you may be doing right in life. You may have all the money, all the fame, all the popularity, but if you never had an opportunity to receive Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, you are lost. In fact, Jesus at one point said also, what does it profit a man uh, to uh, have the whole world, uh, to, to possess the whole world and lose his own soul? It tells me that a soul, one soul, is greater and more valuable than everything else in this world. So if you have never had a chance to receive Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, I want you to know that he came and shed his blood to wash away your sins and mine. And the only way God can receive you in heaven if you were to die is for you to have this blood wash away every sin. And therefore, let me encourage you this morning and pray this prayer with me and say this with me. Say, Jesus, I accept you and receive you as my Lord and my Savior. And thank you for using your blood to wash away my sins. I declare today that you are my Lord, my Savior, take my life, use it, and do something with it. In Jesus' name, amen. At Word of Life Christian Center International, we believe in the power of prayer. Send us your prayer requests by email at worship at wlcci.org or by phone at 615-876-3086. You can mail prayer requests to us at WLCCI, P.O. Box 23421, Nashville, Tennessee 37202. And remember, for all you're getting, get understanding. For the word of life changes lives.
Jesus, be my guide, hold me to your side. 